some of us, uh, a time when we've been stymied uh, by doing something or saying something or have been stymied by a blunder or a careless mistake or there are those of us that have done something that we would have liked to do all over again and then we would like to look again at the situation and the circumstance. Then. Our request is this morning for each and every one of us and for you who are at home and streaming this morning 
We all, sometimes we just want to ask the Lord, can I just look again? Huh? I think I, two, or three, three, two or three of us know what I'm talking about. We sometimes wake up in the morning, we just want to ask the Lord, Lord, can I just conclude again? My, 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 my last part of my, my evening was not the best part of my evening, and I want like a morning resurrection for, a, I, I, I need a testimony. Yes, we, 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 might, we might have a, yes, we, we might have incurred or become subject to something unwelcome, or unpleasant, and, and as a result of our own behavior, have you ever been in that position? Our own behavior, our own actions, and we, and sometimes we we have misguided judgments that might be in our way, and, and which are inevitable for some for some of us are inevitable or unavoidable, and we just want to, if our Lord, if I can just look again, some someone has said that. If mistakes were drops of water, each person living would need a whole swimming pool to contain all the blunders, all of the mishaps, and all of the uh, uncertainties and uh, uh, discrepancies or inaccuracies. Uh, there's a today there you might see it on cable. There is a cable broadcast show today called MTV's Ridiculousness. I don't know if you've seen it. Seen it? It would shows a series of internet videos of people, uh, any and everywhere, uh, showing some dangerous clips, almost and something impossible. And it takes great risk. And at first glances, it's a daredevil stunt. And, but for those who are looking as they get on the show, they they look again. And as they view it, uh, they would attempt to try. It. Don't attempt to try this at home. But they might try it again. They. But if, if we truly are uh, uh, a, uh, a daring human being, uh, every one of us in our lives, even though if, if it's a daredevil stunt. Uh, sometimes we have to look again. We have to glance at what we're looking at, glance at what we're looking at, but, 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 but then we need to glance at God, or glance at God before we start doing some of the stuff we're doing. So you will discover that sometimes it's dangerous, but when you're looking at God, it's dangerously successful. Well, today God, I can say, God doesn't need a daredevil. He wants you to just say, yet, I want to have a guy two, three, four people. Somebody say, yet. Yeah. Get home, say, yet. Yet. Will I look again? Because today we've gotten so caught up in our own stuff that it's time for us to say, well, pandemic, pan, uh, political uh, systems. We've gotten so, and we need to say, yet. Out of all this, we need to say, yet I will look again. For those of us who that think that we know something look again for those of us who are trying to do something look again a group of scientists got together one day using their extraordinary rationale it, it was based on it was in accordance to their own reason logic gathering scientific data and in resolving any of their human problems and all of our human problems, and they, they got together, they concluded their analysis was by reporting that everything that exists and has been performed in the natural all right. 
can be scientifically proven and performed by eliminating the need of God. Have you heard that in recent years? Have you heard that in recent? So the scientists have concluded that science could match anything that was expected from God. So uh, the need for churches, the need for prayer, the need for praise, and the need for God Himself had not had outlived its usefulness in the scientific person's view. So what they decided to do, they start drawing straws. And they decided which of them would tell God that he needed to stay out of the daily affairs of mankind. Uh, the one that was picked had to walk up to God. And they said, God, we've decided that we no longer need you. We're at the point now that we can do everything that you can do. We can make it rain, and we can stop it from raining. We can make the sun shine, and we can put the sun out. We can predict the weather. We can fly in the outer space and take a space ride in uh, airlessness. Uh, we can even clone people. We can clone animals. So uh, why don't you just go ahead and leave and, and get lost? God listened very patiently and kindly until the scientists finished talking. Then God said, very well, he said, how about this? Let's say we're going to have a man-making contest. So the, the scientists conferred with his associates as, as they listened to God and, and they agreed to the contest with God. The contest was to make a man. The rule was they had to make a man just like God did it in the, the old days of Adam. So the scientists got together, set up the lab and brought out their machinery were quite impressive all of this stuff that they put together and they didn't really put it together maybe China put some of that together but they put it all together and they prepared for this contest and and and, and when the, the when the buzzer was sounded one scientist quickly reached down and grabbed a handful of dust and he put it into the machine. And suddenly God looked at him and said, I said, we're going to do this the way I did it with Adam. That means you got to get your own day. Just like that group of scientists. Sometimes we get so carried away with what we can do and how we can do it until we need, uh, we don't need to, to even glance at God anymore. We don't even to look, we don't need to look at God, at God and see what God can do for us. So, and that's why our text word, bringing us up to our Bible, 
Today in our text word, we see Jonah grappling with the human situation and looking again and accomplishing God's will. Jonah was, you know, a great prophet who was given to the command of God to preach to the enemies of his people. Now, you got to preach to your enemies. It's bad enough to preach to your friends, but you got to preach to your enemies. You got to preach to your buddies sometimes. You got that's a hard time. You preach for people you know, and that's a hard time because they get quiet on you and they don't feel like saying amen when they're in this church. So it's hard enough to preach to people you know, let alone preach to your enemies. The people, uh, so he preached to his enemies for the purpose of avoiding God's anger and restoring them to the righteous path. So Jonah did not like God's instructions. So he thought there was a better use of his life than he would simply waste it on his enemies and go into another country. So uh, moreover, Jonah did not exactly want to elect his enemies and preach them and see his enemies repent. If he did that, they would actually be spared and promised, have a promise, and they would uh, over the destruction that God had given unto them, our tribe was going to attempt to give to them. Whatever the reasons were, Jonah decided to rebel against God. You know the story, you're reading it right now. He, he refused to go into Nineveh and tried to sail in a different direction. And, but on board a ship sailing from the course of the, of the given place God had, that, that God had given him, Jonah came face to face, you know, with the power of God. Sometimes we don't believe, some of us don't believe in the power of God. But when the power of God gets in your face, it takes us by surprise. Huh? God caused a huge wind to shake and rock the ship in such a way that everyone uh, present would fear for his life. So in desperation, the men on board start casting lots. Casting lots to determine which of them had caused a great storm that was offending their God. So uh, the person that would be sacrificed to their God, Jonah decided to participate then in the lottery. Therefore, the die fell upon him and some miraculous stroke of destiny. The men reluctantly threw Jonah overboard uh, to satisfy the demands of his God. Jonah thought death was better than drowning. Lord have mercy. Death better than drowning just to keep from being uh, rescuing people in Nineveh. So Johnny, to have people escape from uh, the, will, the will of God. So, but, but God had something different in mind because uh, he fell into a worse fate than death. He was swallowed up he thought he just drowned, but he was swallowed up by a great fish. So they had a great fish. Well, it might not have been a whale because there were different species of fish, but it was a great fish, my Bible says. In the midst of darkness and, you know, the digestive juices that were going through the fish, he came to himself. My, my, God, my brothers and sisters, sometimes you had, does it take all that to come to yourself? Uh, you run wild, run wild. You just take all of that. I want to have a gut witness. We have to do what we do when we do it because we grown and out of the house. We does it take all of that and does it take all of that anyway? And, and realize that uh, well, we we made a mistake because we're in the we're, we're in the stomach of a whale and and we're beginning to be uh, uh, eaten up and, uh, and and then we realize that a uh, mistake has been made. So while he was in there, he said, 
When my soul fainteth within me. Yes, sir. Uh, that's when you pray. Yes, sir. You, you ever get that way? You you start praying. With, yes. and my soul fainteth within me. He he would seek the Lord. Well, it, it just one prayer. It takes more than one prayer. He he it took him three days and three nights yes. of praying in the middle of the darkness and utter uh, uh, frustration because of just his spiritual rant. Uh, Jonah told God in the middle in the digestion of that whale, Lord, if you just give me one more, hmm? then he, he started to look again. That, that's what that let, let he, uh, that's what John's saying. Yeah. yeah. I want to have I got two or three witnesses out of him. He said he, he, I, that I that I, I have paid, I have bowed in the middle of this where I in the in this digestion of a whale. I, I want to promise uh, you that I'll reverse all of my actions. And, and you just give me one more. Give me one more. Uh, yeah. I will look again, despite the fact that Jonah disobeyed God, openly defied God, and God forgave him and caused the fish to spit him up on the bank, and then all with that testimony. Have you ever got a testimony sometimes when you get up and the Lord has touched you? You, 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 you need to say, yet Lord, yet I will look again. So Jonah went forward to do as God commanded eventually the people of Nineveh was saved. It happened because Jonah listened to the words of God. He said, and yet, I will look again. I believe that I have some look again people in the house today. Have I got some? I think I have some look again people at home today. You know, sometimes God allows us to think he allows us to meditate, and, and then we then we have to take a second glance at what we're doing and how we're doing it. And, well, what happens, my brothers and sisters, when we look again? Very right. quickly, there are three resourceful affirmations that grapple and grip us uh, as we testify by saying, "Yet I will look again." First of all. When we look again, we must not neglect and reject God's warnings. Uh -huh. Do you know somebody that's rejecting it right in the house right now? When life propels us by our own desires, and we might look in a direction that opposes God in, in our lives, therefore we, we begin to ignore all the warnings, we ignore all the warnings, uh, we ignore our friends. We ignore our relatives. Does that sound like what we're going through today? Young people ignoring their parents. Uh, uh, the uh, <clears throat> we're ignoring our spiritual leaders. Uh, we're uh, we're trying to chart our own course. And we, when we see that, we sense what God is trying to do. We're we're refusing to do what God would have us do. For those of us who want to look away. Uh, it might be God's instructing us to teach, but we uh, reject it because 
uh, we don't have no money. There's no money in it, no fame, no fortune in it, or even not a half a fortune. So if we sense that God wants us to lead an abundant life, but we reject that because we fear it will start minimizing the fun that we have in this world, then it's time for us to say, I will, yeah, I will look again. Well, why, why, why? Remember, remember uh, Adam and Eve? decision to ignore God in the uh, Garden of Eden, remembering David, our, uh, his reflection as David is one of the Bible's best examples of a good man, was destroyed when he started looking in his direction. He murdered a man that, he, that, that was attached to a lady. He made his own world, but David, he made his kind of mistakes, but David came to himself one day and asked the Lord to create in me Clean heart. I think I have a two or three witnesses. A clean heart and renewing me a right spirit and didn't stop right there. In 143rd, uh, some of the Psalms that said, teach me. That's what he said. David said, teach me to do thy will for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good to lead me in the land of uprightness. But let me tell you, the greatest man that has ever lived uh, is Jesus. Jesus was even grappling with his life. He was grappling with a life and death situation. Jesus set an example when he said in the Garden of Eden, when he was faced with the desire, Lord, to make it easier, more comfortable for, than what I'm going to get ready to go through. He, he wanted Calvary to just go away. He told God, but nevertheless, nevertheless. Some, do I have some nevertheless people in the house today? Nevertheless. I will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nevertheless, I will do what you're saying, oh Lord. In other words, even Jesus in the midst of his prayer began to say, yeah, I'm going to look again to my father. Then second of all, uh, when we look again, we have to stop running All right. and start listening. You know, we might start running, and we're not running anywhere because God is everywhere. Sometimes we get so busy running away from God, from God, instead we are running away from God, we're running toward God, and we're not only run, we don't understand why we're running to God. All we have done was just say, I will look again like Jonah. If the lesson of Jonah teaches us anything, it will be the truth that running for God is not running at all. It's a race that we can't win. Being the prophet Jonah, he, he had a nature, he had a voice within him, and he wanted to distance himself from the city, but he found out that God is everywhere. everywhere. Running from, from God is fruitless. Because when God gets ready for us, he will find us. Right. If, you, if you think I'm, I'm not talking, just talking, look at Elijah. Discover, Elijah discovered the truth. When he was hid from God in the cave, he started hearing God in the midst of the silence of the cage. You see, Adam, he was behind the trees in the Garden of Eden, but Adam discovered he couldn't even hide behind the trees because God was missing everything he said. When, when we're paying attention, uh, we should be paying close attention to what Jonah was saying because his flight from God endangered the lives of others in Nineveh. The wind and the rain tossed the boat. The boat went over. They capsized. And before they knew it, uh, Jonah was back on land. Moreover, if we could speak and try to run away from God, Today, there are many of us uh, who attempt to avoid God by staying away from church. I didn't mean to go there. We're running away from God by staying away from worship service. 
by keeping our distance, and that's a good thing, keeping our distance in religious activities. And by doing this, uh, we hope to run uh, the pandemic, run it just away. But God is right there. Yeah. Yet, yeah. saying you got to take a second chance at this thing. Yet, I will look again. So some don't run at all. They just casually, uh, um, casually stroll their way, doing their own business. Uh, by not giving God any uh, kinds of attention. But you know that even God has to rock your boat. And often it's, it's tragic. Why you say God has to rock your boat? David knew something about that in the 139 number of the psalm. He said, Whither shall I go from thy presence? If I ascend into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. But then thirdly and lastly, when we look again, we will discover that God will discover that God will give us one more chance. Yes. Somebody say yes. yes. Somebody say yes. yes. Somebody at home say yes. yes. I will look again. My prayer is for all of us, Lord, we need a second chance. We serve a second chance, God, Lord. We need a second chance. I'm going to look again. I'm going to look again. Despite my turnaround, despite my rejection, I'm going to look again. Despite my mess-ups, despite my mishaps, I want to have a, I want to look again. Yeah. Somebody ought to say, yeah. I will look again. Despite yeah, Lord, have mercy. Despite my setbacks, yet, Lord, will I look again? Despite my difficulties, despite my, my, my accidents and mess, God, yet, will I look again? Despite my incidents of issues, I will look again. When I look again, my Christian life will improve. When you look again, when we're falling, he'll pick us up. When we look again, he'll elevate our principle. I want to have a God witness. If we look again, he'll help us to achieve the impossible and dream the impossible and dream the improbable. I'm just about done now, but I'm going to close. There was a young lady who suddenly became an active member of the church. Uh -huh. and, and while the members were surprised because she started, you know, going to prayer meeting, coming to church, they were surprised to see her in prayer meeting, Bible study, and she was volunteering for all the ministries of the church. Uh, when uh, the, uh, some of the church persons confronted her, they, they asked, well, sister, what is the certain change in your life? You weren't attending the church, wasn't doing anything, you were doing what you wanted to do, uh, and then all of a sudden you attend church. Well, uh, when asked this question, she suddenly changed uh, in her uh, facial expression. She said, a few months earlier, she had been, you know, finger popping and clubbing and, you know, with the rap stingers and downtown, uptown, she was hip-hopping on Saturday night, 
and then while she was in the dog pound or no town, she was in some other juke joint one night, uh, there got to be a shooting that broke out in the club. And she was accidentally sh shot by a bullet intended for someone else. The bullet lodged near her spine. But doctors didn't remove it. They, 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 she said, they told me they couldn't move it because it was too close to the spine. The doctor said, be careful because at any wrong move you would make would be the wrong move and it might end your life. Well, she said, when, when I, the doctor told me this and I saw this, he said, uh, I, I saw uh, one night I went home and I got on my knees and then I looked at that Bible that, uh, that said, look again. Look again. Uh, that part that said, look again. He said, when I saw that I was able to walk out of the hospital, I decided to testify. Lord, if you let me out of the hospital, I'll just look again. Since that time, I decided to give God, and he decided to give me another chance. I walked out of the hospital, so I decided to come to church and testify right in church that God saved me because I said yes. I said yes. I said nevertheless. I said nevertheless. I will look again. And just like that young lady focused on her look again and God gave her another chance, we ought to leave this place this morning. We ought to be in the house this morning and say, God, if you give me another chance, God, if you give me another chance, God, if you give me another chance to bless me, God, I'll look again. God, if you give me another chance, I'll praise you again. Thank you.